0: To table. To table. To table. To table. All right, welcome to Headline to Table. This is our D and D show where we take current events, historical events, turn them into one-off campaigns. This is a mini-episode, so we kind of run through these a little faster. Welcome, Dungeon Master West. Would you like to introduce our pawn?
1: Yes, our pawn. To my left here is Aaron. Hey, how you doing? First timer. So Aaron, tell us a little bit about yourself. How? So it's your first time playing with us on the
2: podcast. Yeah, first time on the podcast. What's your D&D experience? How, How long have you played? Gosh, I've been playing for like six months... So I'm still kind of new. Uh, hopefully I'll get up to speed pretty quick here. Yeah,
1: I, pl- I, play, in a, I play in a non-podcast...
2: Uh, Fuck you for that. Yeah. Oh my, podcast only. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how do you like
2: D&D so far? Oh, it's awesome. You get to be whatever you want.
1: Yeah, I, me- I remember we were camping for uh, Jordan's bachelor party, and I was telling you guys all about D&D, and you guys seemed uh, kind of intrigued by it, but it's hard to describe the actual, like, how it's fun. Like, trying to explain it to someone, it just sounds like you're just making shit up and, like, LARPing or something.
2: Sure. (laughs) Yeah, how people perceive it and how it's actually played are
0: very far apart. Yeah, you can just hang around, drink beer, and make cool stories. And you get to be whatever you want, except for on many episodes when we tell you who you are. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, so uh, for our episode today... uh, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you chose?
0: Okay, so this is a new story that came up last week that's been hanging around. It's not a huge front page news exactly. Uh, But a beluga whale was found with Russian spy tech on it off the coast of Norway. Um, This beluga whale had been harassing, I shouldn't even say harassing, visiting fishing boats. Very friendly, clearly very used to people. And just visiting them, and they noticed this harness on it that had some kind of unidentified Russian technology. They took the harness off, and the whale is still just in the area visiting mm-hmm. ships. So nobody quite knows it, but this has been discussed as what Russian spy whale. And so a Russian spy whale is the basis for today's mini episode. You could say flipper flip to the Russians. <laughs> That's yeah, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so with that in mind, um, I've given you your character. He is a level 4 half-orc druid of the coast. Uh, his name is uh, Garrus of the Whale, one of the creatures he often uh, turns into. And with that said, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory on, uh, on the world you're living in. The half-orc tribe of Crus. Savage tribe of raiders and warriors, you are one of the generals under Chief Rajas. You have long been a trusted hand under the chief, ensuring that raids are carried out successfully, and to ensure the defense from the neighboring towns of weaker races. Cruss has called you to his chambers. We have gained information that the weak halfling village may be up to something. A new structure has been risen on the east end of the bay and we fear it may be the beginning of a plan to wage war on our tribe. I am asking that you go on a reconnaissance mission to discover what this is and what its capabilities are so that we can defend against it or destroy it if needed. It is crucial that you are not discovered as if we set things in motion too quickly we may not be ready to defend or they may cut off the fish trade with the tribe which we need as we, you know, can't fish ourselves. Your ability to shape into whale, dolphin, or other creatures has made you the only person for the job, as we will be dropping you off at sunset from our ships out in the ocean, and you must make your way by sea. I task that you first search the boats in the harbor to see if you can hear wind of any tales of what's going on, inside of this new structure and then secondly to check the structure for its contents and to see what those dirty halflings are up to go investigate and meet us back at the ship just outside the bay remember no one can see you and live to tell
2: sire your wish is my command i will report any information i find so
1: under the cover of night you're taken out by a by a by one of the stealth raiding ships, painted all black, black sails, black everything, almost invisible to the sh- from the shoreline, they bring you about two hundred yards out from the closest ship. They um, anchor away
2: and tell you to be off. I'm on the deck of the boat, picking barnacles off my body as I've spent many, <laughs> many, uh, many moons under the ocean. I take a look at the the shore. Before I jump into the water, transforming into a dolphin. So, just kind of. So, these
1: are four different boats: two smaller, two larger. That he said you you may need to check for information. He said, "Do not be discovered." And he also said that um, this right here, this large one on the east end of the bay, is the structure in question. And this is the Happy Shore Bay, the Halfling, the Halfling uh, peaceful village of fishermen.
2: I start to swim towards the closest boats that I'm tasked to investigate. And I approach their stern of the closest boat. Would you like to just swim about
1: carefully, or would you like to uh, make a uh, stealth check?
2: I would like to make a stealth check. Okay. Three plus
1: four, seven. So, Seven, you're kind of uh, kind of trying to stay out of sight. Not not super sneaky, but... um. So you come up to the uh, stern of the ship and uh, none of them really seem to be paying you any mind as it's dark and um, uh, marine mammals are very common in this
2: area. What would you like to do? I pull up behind the stern of the closest boat and I surface using my uh, perceptive dolphin hearing to try (laughs) and determine if there's any enemies on this boat.
1: So I'll give you an advantage on perception checks involving hearing. Uh,
2: 3 plus
1: 5, 8. So roll again because you have advantage.
2: Uh, 1 plus
1: 5. <laughs> Get them all out of the way. Um, <clears throat> so you don't really hear a whole lot of what they're talking about. You hear um, a couple what you would describe as halfling fishermen. You hear one loudly snoring from on top of the uh, boat. And the other one's just kind of singing to himself
2: Mm -hmm. I climb, uh, I transform into my half-orc form Mm -hmm. And climb the rear of the boat Are you just going to climb right up or are you stealthing? I'm going to climb right up
1: Alright, go ahead The awake halfling does not notice you He's still uh, singing, kind of facing the other way from you And he's just kind of like, he's got a net that they drop for fishing And he's just kind of like, kind of swaying it back and forth
2: I um, try and see what else is on the, the deck of the ship. All right, make a perception check. Eleven plus five.
1: All right, so you notice like a box of a box with a few fish in there, a couple crabs. Uh, there's some fishing equipment. Doesn't seem to re- anybody really to be armored, other than you know like fish gaffs and hooks. Um, it seems like a pretty basic ass halfling fishing ship, from what you can uh, from what you can think.
2: I'd like to convene with my crab brethren stuck in this box, so I cast Speak with Animals.
1: Ooh! All right, so you can have simple conversations, and you can ask them to do simple tasks.
2: I asked them if they've noticed anything suspicious, and I also asked them how they were captured by these enemies.
1: Big, big, st- big sticky thing grab my legs pulled pulled me up i'm in box hungry
2: so hungry i release the crabs and i tell my crab brethren to rise up i tell them that now is their time to attack make a persuasion check
1: it's not a simple request but 19 so i'll say there's one d6 so there's five crabs that you're able to take out and the five crabs all go for the guy who's fishing at the moment. Are you just standing back and watching, or what would you like to do?
2: Yeah, I stay in the shadows, watching from a distance. All right, make a stealth check. 17.
1: Okay, so the crabs come up to him and start, they start climbing on his legs and pinching him. And um, say so he takes three damage of crab pinching damage, as a couple of them got real good and took off some hunks of meat. And he just going to, ah, ah you see the other one wake up and he kind of rushes to his side and they both kind of are trying to struggling to grab the crabs off of his legs and they're throwing them back in the water It's like what the <sighs> I swear to you this bay is cursed dolphins here god I fucking hate dolphins always playing reminding me how terrible my life is if I see one more dolphin I swear to god I'm going to spear it right in the head and send it down to the bottom of the bay Goddamn crabs here grab some bandages And uh, the one that was sleeping kind of shuffles off to the quarters to go grab some first aid material. And he's kind of sitting there kind of holding his wounds on his legs.
2: I don't see any leads on this boat, as I I think to myself. (laughs) (laughs) We've really struck out here. (laughs) So I decide to jump back in the water and uh, go towards the shore and uh, think to myself that I might hit this boat on the way back.
1: Okay, are you uh, swimming as a half-orc, or
2: are you... I am going to transform for the second time into a dolphin. So you
1: transform into a dolphin. So there's another, what looks like similar, the smaller one is similar style fishing boat, and then there's two other larger ones that you're not exactly sure what they are. Um, Make a perception check. Um, So advantage, since it's sound. Uh, Seven
2: plus five.
1: So one more, because you have advantage. Four plus five. So seven plus five. So you don't really hear much, but you can tell there's a lot of noise coming from this furthest one, but you can't really decipher what it is.
2: My dolphin sense is tingling, so I (laughs) decide to change my mind once again. And swim towards the boat with all the commotion.
1: Alright, you um are you doing so stealthily or just kind of dolphining your way? I'm stealthily
2: right under the water. So my blowhole is is Right in the water, and then I take a breath and, and right under there stealthily. So nine plus say, nine plus four.
1: All right, so thirteen. Stealth. So you got a good stealth going on. Um, nope, no one even notices. There's a dolphin. You bypass them. You can kind of put yourself closer to that far ship. Uh, you do notice the l- other larger ship. You you uh, pass. It looks like it has a little bit of armament on it. It looks like it has a bit of like at least two halfling you can see that at least have that at least have like a short sword and there seems to be kind of a small makeshift cannon mounted to it. You kind of recognize it as just like a basic guard ship. You make your way to that large one you're going after and as you get closer the, the noise gets louder and louder and more clear. You recognize it as the unmistakable sounds of a raucous party. And as you get right up against it you it seems like a booze cruise full of halflings that are just having a
2: gale time i uh, think to myself with the hatred in my heart uh, against these halflings they should not be having this much fun <laughs> and so I, I i roll up underneath the ship and i try and nibble at the wood to see if i can put a hole in this ship
1: all right, so so dolphin has more of like a ramming attack than it would a nibbling. Uh, you can try, or you can try and change into something
2: else. Yes, my, my my years of battle have uh, have dulled my teeth, so I use <laughs> I use my ramming attack.
1: So, all right, make a make an attack. Well, you're gonna hit. It's just like how well you hit. So you kind of hit. Roll your damage. Takes three damage. Do you uh, continue to do this for a while? Just kind of like going back at
2: it. Uh, I realize that it'll take a while for me to ram. So there's a to
1: to slam for this boat.
2: Uh, instead, I can I morph into crab form once more, or do I? Am I limited to two transforms? You have two. Okay, so I'm stuck as dolphin form
1: for the moment. Yes.
2: Uh, can I perceive any points of weakness on the bottom of this ship that I may try and ram again? All right. Make a uh,
1: investigation check.
2: A three. No, you don't see anything. In that case, I'm going to try and climb onto the ship. So I transform back into my half-orc form. Okay. And I climb onto the deck, uh, and I try and do so while being undetected.
1: So uh, is that your climb or your stealth?
2: That's my uh, that's my stealth.
1: Okay. So it's three
2: plus... Three plus four for seven.
1: <clears throat> As you're as you're kind of coming up, and as your hand's just kind of going over, you hear uh, you hear a young halfling. He's like, "What is that? You hear that? Somebody fall over?" And you hear the you hear the um, unmistakable sound of small footprints kind of coming towards you. You haven't peeked up over the top yet, but you hear uh, kind of staggered, kind of stumbling footprints coming towards you.
2: Are there. Uh, I used my, my druid craft to try and make the wind uh, make a similar sort of noise as what uh, this, okay. this creature heard.
1: So I'm going to. It's going to do an intelligence check versus your spell save DC 13. It rolls a 3. So um, you make the wind and make kind of like a. sound, like the, to mimic your climbing. On the other end of the, on the other end of the ship, he's like, "What? I could have sworn it. It was over here. It was Bellhorn. Come with me over to this side." And you hear two small sets of uh, drunken footsteps kind of go off towards the other end of the boat.
2: I take a deep breath of relief as I have not yet blown the cover on my in, on my mission, mm-hmm. and I uh, continue to to search the ship for. Any, any intelligence that I may bring back to my people.
1: Alright, make another stealth check now that you're up on the ship. Boom. 18 plus...
2: Plus 4. 22.
1: Yeah, you're able to sneak kind of into the shadows, kind of uh, going between box and box. Uh, it's just, you don't really see a whole lot. There's a bit of a feast, a table. It's just kind of like a barge. There's not. It doesn't look like a normal boat up on top. It's just like a big open space, and there's like a table at the center. You see people feasting and drinking. There's a small band playing music. There's a couple women dancing like around the table, and some dudes singing uh, at the other end of the table.
2: Did I notice any sort of seaweed or algae growing on the ship? Investigation check. Investigation check of eight. Um, nope. You don't see anything. Okay. Looks like they keep it pretty clean. Does anybody keep any plants in their quarters?
1: Uh, there's not really any quarters. It's all just kind of like wide open, big uh, barge kind of thing. Uh, I,
2: I, I realized that I must have been on the ship for the the lowly crewmen, and I would never find any intelligence here. So I abandoned this ship as well. Sinking I,
1: down into the water?
2: Uh, yeah, and I slink down into the water and continue towards shore. On my ultimate mission.
1: All right, make a uh, stealth check. Ooh. So as you're as you're getting up out of the water, find a bit of shore. You uh, trip and fall and knock over a, a small tree. And you hear the sound of uh, uh, two voices coming towards you from 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 uh, the the grassy area up shore. You go, what was that? Here, come with me. And uh, you hear two people coming.
2: Do I notice anything to hide behind on this shore?
1: Um, make a perception check.
2: Five plus five.
1: Um, there's there's like a log. You see one. You 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 just kind of look around quickly and you see a log on the ground. A pretty big pretty big log. But
2: I realize there's no cover, so I run along the coast towards the building uh, that I'm tasked to investigate. So
1: you make it to the building, and um, there is a door that on this side, there's also two windows that are pretty sh- small, halfling-sized windows, so they're about like four feet off the ground, pretty large-sized windows. You do hear voices behind you in the darkness of uh, two halflings, You're like, hey, footprints, Some- someone's, heading to the- someone's heading to the structure, maybe it's, is it vandals? These are big footprints. Come on.
2: Uh, I try and cover up the footprints with sand or to obscure my movements. All
1: right, make a survival check. Getting Four housed five, on those rolls, nine. man. All right, uh, it, it's not really a go. You try, but you're like, oh, shit. It just, you leave more footprints behind you as you do it.
2: I think to myself I should have trained harder for this mission. <laughs>
1: So you've got a little bit of time before they come into view. You're, you're kind of back up against the structure, door, two windows behind you, uh, the bay to your right, the, the field to your left. Up in front of you, see, you know that halflings don't really have much for dark vision, so that's why you guys win at night, but soon you'll be into uh, the line of sight, even for halflings.
2: I look around for any sea kelp that might have been washed up onto the shore.
1: There's a big pile of it over to your right in the bay. I
2: cast my speak with plants and I and I plead with the kelp to uh protect me and to trip up any of my enemies that come behind me.
1: Yeah, that's simple. So they kinda like spider crawl their way up onto the shore and uh you can't you can kind of see the silhouettes of these two like stout looking halflings, like three and a half foot tall halflings kinda marching up the shore, and all of a sudden you see both of them Yep, eight and seven. So you see, he like, come on this way, oh, and they hit the ground, and you see the kind of kelp kind of moving over the
2: top of them. <laughs> like, what
1: the? Oh god, it's a squid! No, an octopus! Get it off me!
2: And then I and then I request that the sea kelp buries them in the sand.
1: They're not really able to do that. They're too big, not strong enough.
2: I thank them for their aid. Uh, I move towards the building windows and try and see if I can hear inside.
1: All right, make a uh, perception check.
2: Six plus five
1: so eleven. Uh, you don't hear anything inside the building. It looks pretty dark in there. There's a uh, one lone torch lit in it lit at the center but there doesn't seem to be anybody inside.
2: I open the window and I'm, and I move inside
1: All right are you gonna do so stealthily or just jumping on in?
2: I will try and remain stealth.
1: <laughs> get a new d20 man you can be crushed by that thing
2: the world's worst spy
1: <laughs> you hear from outside he's a I think I heard the window close as you kind of pop in there he's like he's like you you check around the other side I'm gonna I'll go through the window and you hear um, as you get in and kind of turn to the side you hear um, the window slowly Coming open and you see the stout Hairy hands of a halfling Kind of reaching through the window trying to pull himself up
2: Ooh, okay uh, Let's see I use Thorn whip and I try and pull Him close to me So that I can finish him off Like through the window? Yeah
1: Alright, so you make a ranged attack I believe So nine, you hit him Okay. So you pull him in uh, He needs to make a strength check to see if he can Avoid being pulled he rolled a 6, so he takes 1d6 damage, takes 3 damage, and you kind of yank his ass through the window, and he just kind of like falls on his face as you're pulling him closer to you, uh, into the shadows.
2: Uh, I take my dagger and I try and finish the job.
1: Roll initiative. He rolls a 9.
2: So uh, 3 plus 2. Dude, this is a hilariously bad
1: rolls. <laughs> so he goes first. He he swing he swings at you with his short sword. Ten plus three. What's your armor class? Uh, it should be up on the top.
2: One. Armor class fourteen.
1: So he misses.
2: Okay. Uh, so he's already engaged me. So I bring out my great club and I try and whack him on his head. <laughs> <laughs> you miss.
1: Uh, his turn, he comes at you with the short sword again, rolls a 13 plus
2: 2, so that's a hit. You take uh, 4 damage. Uh, okay, uh, second time's the charm, so I try and hit him with the great Club again. 7 plus 4. So you hit, so 5, five damage.
1: damage. He goes down, He kind of bash his brains in, he's just kind of like a lowly halfling tribesman. Not even really a warrior, just kind of set, he's just like a young young kid on watch.
2: Um, I, I, I look around to see if anybody noticed.
1: You do hear the sounds of a door on the other end of the structure opens up. And you hear somebody go, Oh, Rhett! Oh, Rhett, Where are you? Oh, Rhett. And you hear some creeping along the other end of the uh, structure inside. I take the body and I push it out the
2: window so nobody <laughs> sees it.
1: Uh, make an athletics check. Uh, Eleven. All right, you're able to just kind of, like, worm his way out of the body, drop him out, and close the door.
2: I, I go deeper into the building looking for my target. Are you, uh, stealthing? Yes. For the first time in my life,
0: <laughs>
2: I feel truly hidden. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I rolled uh, a 23.
1: All right,
2: so you kind
1: of, like, soak into the, uh, sink into the shadows, and you, um, eventually you see that the other halfling kind of the same... S- height as him, kind of looks similar, kind of a he walks probably five feet in front of you Alright, where
2: are you? Come on, brother! I wait for him to pass and I uh, keep going further into the building.
1: So you go further into the building stealthing along You reach the center of the structure and there's a um, where the torch is and you're just kind of hanging out on the outsides of the torch and you see a large statue that's sitting in there. A large statue of a of a of a elderly halfling. And inscribed in common on the side it says, In loving memory of Elias Surefoot, the greatest school teacher this proud town has ever known.
2: As a half orc I do not value education. <laughs> <laughs> It offends me. Uh-huh. So I uh, am determined to bring the statue down and, re- and, re- and report these atrocities back to my clan. All right, how would you like to proceed? I move close to the statue, and I would like to see how, if I can, how tall is this ceiling of the building? Um, say sixty feet. The statue is probably about thirty feet. I try and call lightning, and I and I channel the channel the the, the, the the power of the spirits. Lightning fills my eyes, and I'd like to to cast a lightning bolt at the at the statue. Okay,
1: go ahead. Usually they would roll a DC, but I'm just gonna roll to see where it hits it. 18. So I'm gonna see the lightning comes down and strikes it, splitting its face in half. the top right quadrant of its body half of its face, its shoulder, and one arm comes crashing down to rubble and you hear the loud uh, yell from that halfling you saw earlier going, dear god the statue! and you hear him start blowing a whistle
2: I uh, retreat back to the shadows uh, to try and make my escape out of this this building
1: make another uh, stealth check because you exposed yourself when you went in the light
2: Fifteen plus four.
1: So he does not see you. So you're able to kind of sink your way in the shadows back to the window that you came from, just as about four other halflings come rushing into the building from the other side. Do you leap out the window?
2: Uh, yes. I try and uh, make my escape out the, out the window.
1: So you, you come out the window and you are met face to face with a horrified halfling who is sitting there staring at the dead body of the other halfling as he looks up at you shaking and, and clumsily reaches for his short sword. You
2: rolled a two. I have beaten his his initiative check. Alright, go ahead. As he's going for his sword, I I without hesitation call a thunder wave on this halfling. Okay. You will take
1: eight damage. He dies. So this halfling... Body is just torn into bits. Is this like just simple fisherman halfling is investigating this, this dead body? He blows into smithereens. The discarded uh, body parts of the one that was already killed is also blown out, kind of like drenching you in their blood. And a loud crack of, th- of uh, thunder erupts from you, and you hear the unmistakable sound of footsteps approaching from both uh, inside the structure and from the land.
2: Blood dripping from my body, I decide it's time to make my escape. So I run along the beach trying to find a dinghy as I have no more power (laughs) to transform back into a sea creature.
1: You come up to this little shore where there's a couple small fishing boats and you are met with three halflings who have been uh, alerted by uh, by the thunder and the whistles blown. And you hear a bell ringing now from inside of the town.
2: Unfazed, I decide to uh, attack these three halflings uh, as they're blocking my, my chosen escape route.
1: Uh, roll initiative.
2: I've rolled a 15. Go for it. Uh, I would like to use Entangle Ooh. On, these, on these halflings to try and tie them in place mm-hmm. as I escape.
1: Okay, so they make a strength check. Of thirteen, so it's twelve fail, twenty pass, three fail. So two of them are entangled and cannot move.
2: The third one, I attack with my
1: well, entangle is an action. Okay, so, yeah. So he still has a, he still has a turn. Sure. He is going to come at you with his uh, pitchfork-esque trident thing and take a swing at you. Eleven plus two is thirteen. Armor classes. No, he misses. Uh, the other two try and break out, and both fail. Your turn.
2: The halfling that is blocking my way that is not entangled, uh, he will see the destruction of my club, uh-huh. and so I take a swing at him. I rolled a 12 plus four. 16. That is a hit. Nine damage. You uh, you kill him. How do you kill him? My club reaches the side of his of his of his ear. Blood comes out the other side of his ear All over his his, his entangled brethren <laughs> So he is down,
1: the other two are entangled There is a small dinghy there with two oars
2: I get in the, the dinghy and grab the oars And begin to row away from the shore
1: Are you doing so stealthily or as fast as you can?
2: Uh, I'm doing so quickly as okay. to uh, get out of the area immediately
1: The, the larger uh, guard boat does see you And takes a shot at you with its cannon. hits you. You take 11 damage and the boat, it's barely coming along, but it's starting to take in some water.
2: Since I've used my cantrip, I cannot use the druid craft again, correct? Cantrips you can use as many times as you want. Ah, uh, so I try and use my druid craft to request the ocean give me pass and not fill my boat with water.
1: Yeah, well, so it slows, so your druid craft kind of as the water starts to, as it's filling in, it's kind of pushing out at an equal pace. So you've got, you're about ankle deep in water, but it doesn't seem to be going up or down. It seems to be holding steady.
2: Um, right, so I continue to row. So
1: you're rowing as hard as you can, but uh, they get one more shot at you. They rolled a three, narrowly missing you. You're able to make your way back to the, uh, to the orc ship. You get on, and you're met with one of your uh, with one of your brother, and he goes, "What the fuck happened? <laughs> I saw lightning. I
2: heard it from out here. Bro- oh God, brother, it's terrible. They have schools."
1: <laughs> he goes, "What?
2: Yes, it's true. The rumors are true."
1: <laughs> he goes, oh, "We'll take this information back. Uh, you'll be happy to hear it, but uh, so no weapons of." Destruction to be used against our people.
2: Brains, big ones. Dear God, they grow to have <laughs> mercy on us all.
1: <laughs> so you 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 uh, row away back to your captain. Um, you have lived, but you have not succeeded in your mission. Since guard ship saw you and the halflings that were entangled, they lived, but they knew it was a half orc that attacked them. So, thus, thus uh, putting you guys into a position of war between the halflings. Over the next few weeks, you easily just wipe the halflings out of existence, but you are forever without fish, as you are no longer able to, uh, to take advantage of, of their uh, meekly trades and, and uh, take fish for pennies on the dollar from them. And you uh, start to defil- Your whole tribe starts to develop A little bit of a, uh, protein deficiency
2: I live with shame For the rest of my days
1: <laughs> But you live Producer Chris any, any oh, follow up questions I
0: thought that both played perfectly Just because the whole idea of Russia Spying on Norway yeah. <laughs> <They> pretty much
1: <laughs> mirrored perfectly yeah, They have nothing <laughs> They have nothing to hide <laughs> That was the whole idea is to send you in there and then have them have nothing of importance. They're just see if, uh, see what happens. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Yeah, it was, that was fun. Good. I didn't really think you'd destroy the statue. Yeah, I mean. yeah.
0: <laughs> Headlined to tables created by me, Christopher Patton, and Dungeon Master Wes Lytle. All the background music you hear in the show is by Kevin McLeod, and you can hear more of his awesome stuff at incompetech.com.